Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's a success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports. It's a beautiful Monday. Ray, how you doing? Hey, Doc. It's a beautiful Monday. Beautiful Monday, man. Just uh, traveling and uh, enjoying life. And yeah, great to hear your voice. As always, as always, every time I get the chance to get on the mic with Dr. Kristen Conte. <laughs> I, I love used to it. All, I used to, for people out there, I used to always know anytime Doc can work, all I need, when I know he's serious, is when he walked through the door with them black boots on. <laughs> those, those are my boots. That's my uniform. I come in, that's my, <laughs> you used to call them my working boots. Those are my working boots. My man got some working boots, bump. <laughs> I got I got the shutters with everybody. Doc walked up to me one day. We about to do a live speak. We about to go go on in front of some very successful people. Doc say, "Am I okay with my boots?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doc, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, I've never yeah. been What's one up, for man? style. I've never been one for style. I tell you what, I am. I'm I am one for talking about just the the truth of what happens in life, and we try to get to all of it in this in this in this podcast. We try to bring people hope, inspiration, and we also talk about the realities of what happens out there. And something happened this weekend that I thought, man, in sports, I would love to talk about. So I, uh, I do a lot of work uh, in mental preparation uh, for the uh, student-athletes at the University of Pittsburgh. So Pitt football, and Pitt football played against Syracuse this past uh, weekend, lost a, uh, a close game. But something happened in that game that I thought, man, we have to talk about this. We need to shine light on this. Because, see, a lot of stuff can happen in the dark, but when you start shining light on things, it can't hide anymore. And uh, here's what happened, Ray. So uh, Max Brown, the quarterback for University of Pittsburgh, he got hurt. So he got knocked out of the game. Um, he came back out onto the field. He was not dressed anymore. He had his arm in a sling. It was absolutely apparent that he wasn't going to come back into this game. Um, and so here he is standing on the sidelines, and there were fans who were screaming just really, really nasty, negative stuff toward him. You know, I just said, hey, Max, don't pay attention to that stuff. Come on. And uh, he's a phenomenal kid, phenomenal kid, very, very bright and he was good. But the point is, these fans felt the freedom to say some of the meanest things. And not even to a player who was going to go in and do anything against them because he was clearly out for the rest of the game. And what is it about sports that draws people and athletes to be able to say some of the most negative, horrific things right to them? You know what, Doc? I think um, you know, sports, if you think about what sports has done to us as a country... It's bridged a lot of gaps, hmm. right? But then also, um, from a from a fan perspective, certain fans take it as an opportunity to express to you exactly who they are and how they feel. Hmm. And that's the sad part that you know. And it wakes you up very early to to really make you realize, Doc, that we are in a still a very racist time. Yes, to where. You're you you are as sad as it is. You are still judged off your color, mm. and I tell my sons all the time why I need you to be different because you're looked at differently. 
And and when you hear fans say some of the things that has absolutely nothing to do with sports. Yeah. It has nothing to do with winning or losing. Yes. I'm not asking you to like me if I'm your if I'm your crosstown rival and and I'm that I'm that one team you don't like. But I'm not asking you to hate me because I'm doing my job either. Right, right. But you, <laughs> you just know? you just said something very very much hitting the nail on the head. Fans express who they are. And this is so applicable to everyone who's listening. When there are people out there saying this negative stuff, which people do, they spit out this stuff on social media, they spit out this stuff as anonymous internet trolls. But when people spit this stuff out, they're not talking about you. They are talking about just the way you exact. I love the way you phrase it. They are expressing who they are. And I know you've experienced some really tough stuff, even in, and I, it's embarrassingly enough, I know you've shared this with me, but even in Pittsburgh, also in Pittsburgh, um, you've had some really just hateful things said towards you as a person when you're out there playing. Yeah, it's a, it's a you know, I, um, I came up with this quote, um, and well, with this thought years ago, you know, that, uh, that my heart represents my past but my smile represents my future. Mm. That way you'll never know what I'm thinking. Yes. Right, because if you actually reacted, if I actually reacted to any of the comments that was made to me in many stadiums, in many stadiums, I would, you know, it's, it's almost, you know, you almost say it's embarrassing that someone believes I can pay a ticket and that ticket allows me to speak racist slurs <laughs> like like it's just it's a game yeah. like oh i can say what i want to say i can do what i want to do and it's just interesting because at the end of the day right whether you're male or female I, unless you unless you're jumping into your pants like firemen everybody put on their pants one leg at a time you know, <laughs> you know? And, and and it's just really interesting bro that that we are in a world doc let me tell you something we're in a world now where everybody judges it, where everybody wants to judge your action, but nobody understands your intent. Where, where people go so wrong is before they can judge you over just your action, doc, they must understand your intent. Yeah. If yeah. they never have a conversation with you, doc, they if they're hating you, they want to hate you. Yes. If 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 people if people want to lash out and say things about me because of whatever misunderstanding that you may thought you heard. See, I think the difference is, and I told somebody this t today, I think the difference is we're always listening to all these people who's talking now and all these people on TV and everybody talking now and everybody got an opinion. But, Doc, you know what? You know what we should create? We should create a, a, a hashtag, show me your works. In, instead of you getting on the on, on, on social media and just talking about people who doing something, show you what show people what you doing. <laughs> That's the challenge. I'm always giving a challenge, right? The challenge the next 30 to 60 to 90 days. No matter if you're what if you if you if you want to if you want to become successful in anything you want to do, stop judging other people based off what they're doing and understand what they're doing. But to, to, to sometimes hear things that people say that that I may be or I I may they may want me to be it's like really how how shallow of a mind can you be 
to, to think like that. You, you just cannot. And so when you do that, Doc, what I'm trying to get people to understand is you must remove yourself from these judgmental thoughts. Yes. Like we have so many judgmental thoughts and they're not based off truth. Most of these people are doing this because it's just free to do. Like I can do it. I can express myself. I can say anything I want to say. But, but Doc, Doc I, I tell you this, and everybody knows my belief, the good book. The good book says even a fool is counted wise until he opens his mouth. Yeah, you know what, Ray, when, here's one thing I want our listeners to hear. No one out here, no one out there, you cannot hide from your character. So I love your hashtag, show me your works, because you can't hide from your character. You can't, you can't, you pay for that ticket. It doesn't give you this free, it doesn't give you a freedom to go say whatever you want to say. You, you have the freedom to say it, but here's what it really gives you. It gives the world an opportunity to see who you really are. For instance, those people who said that stuff to that quarterback uh, this past Saturday, they need to live with that character of who they really are because that's not okay. And it's not okay for the people that said stuff about you. Uh, it's not okay for the people who say stuff about athletes thinking, oh, I can just say whatever I want because this person's on TV or this person plays a sport or they get paid well. So I can say whatever I want. But what they're really doing is they're talking about themselves. And that, yeah. that that's something people need to hear and know. Doc, because because if, if if you're if you're someone who's mature enough into your next phase of life, they actually become your motivation. Mm. <laughs> they actually catapult you to the next level of success. Yes. Yeah, because when people don't understand I want you to understand something. I want people out there to understand something. When you're able to say something to someone that you know nothing about, nothing about, and you purely hate them or disrespect them because you 100% feel like it, do yourself a quick favor. Find a mirror and ask yourself who got to live with that the longest, you or them. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't. Because <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I mean, and I'm telling you, Doc, you know, I get these phone calls all the time. Man, you all right? You all right? I'm like, you know what? I would not be all right if anything that they were saying had truth to it. Right. But when someone tries to depict or tries to tell me who I am as an individual, that's where we go wrong in life. Where <laughs> we actually start living based on what the audience is speaking. Have you lost your mind? So, so I've had this. So I created this technique years ago. I was in, I was running anger management groups, and a guy came in and he was all fired up about something that someone said to him. And I said, uh, "Would you get mad at me if I called you a pink elephant?" And he said, "What?" He was all angry. He was fired up too. So he was like, "What?" And I said, "Would you get mad at me if I called you a pink elephant?" And he said, "No, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard." And I said, but the bottom line is, it's just not true, right? You're not a pink elephant. He said, no, I'm not a pink elephant. I said, and you're also not the other things people are saying about you, so why do you get mad about that? <laughs> if you're not, not going to get mad at that, at, at the most ridiculous things, just understand it's not about you. And even though those things made a sound, might, other things might sound more realistic than a pink elephant, at the end of the day, you're not a pink elephant, and you're not those things that people are saying about you. So don't get angry about it, because it has nothing to do with you, and everything to do with them. 
Ray, your concept of looking yourself in the mirror, like and having pe and and, and have, bringing this to people's awareness, this is something that I talk about a lot. My dad actually wrote an article on his website. This is not your practice life. dot com. He wrote a th called Third Person Experiment, and he quoted Al Field. This guy in nineteen twelve wrote a poem called Watch Yourself Go By. I'm just gonna read just a couple lines because it's exactly what it is. He says, "Just stand aside and watch yourself go by." Think of yourself as he instead of I. So listen, listen. I mean, I was going to jump around in this poem, but just two more lines I want you to hear. Defend not one defect that shames your eye. Just stand aside and watch yourself go by. When you, with he as substitute for I, have stood aside and watch yourself go by. If you can stand and watch yourself go by, how would you see yourself? If you really looked in the mirror... Like those people who were saying those things to our, our quarterback, to those people who've said things to you, to those people who say things to athletes and people out there, watch yourself go by and see the difference. See your character. See who you really are showing the world you but are. Dog, that's what we're not doing anymore. That's why social media and everything is so crucial to the subconscious mind because mm. we're not watching ourselves anymore. We're not paying attention to our everyday action anymore. We're not worried about what our moral character is building up to look like. Who cares? How many likes I got? How many followers I got? Who can I influence today on this thought? Who can I, who can I, oh my gosh, he said this, not knowing truth about it. Oh, well, I'm going to just trash him and I'm going to do all these memes about him. Inspire me to keep being great because mm. I'd never stop. Mm. <laughs> Man, that's where that's what I'm trying to tell you. People won't stop to look at themselves. We're in a world where nobody wants to say what the truth is. You want to know the truth, Doc? We need prayer at every aspect of life that we can get right now. That's the only universal language that will bring us all together to understand judgmental thoughts does nothing for the growth of humanity, of, of humanity. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. You're, I think you're 100% right about that. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We're, talk, we're talking about this. It's time for us to look at ourselves. It's time for us to watch ourselves go by in the third person. Stick with us. Tackling Life will be right back. All right, we're back. We are talking about really can, can be the underside, the underbelly of sports at times when fans just feel this just freedom to say whatever they want to say which would be fine if their character wasn't reflected in such an awful way um i recently had just doc, had to, go ahead go ahead no i i doc i heard things about i'm i'm not for black people and i'm oh my gosh it's, mm. it's sometimes it's the most embarrassing things ever mm. to hear that people have that lack of knowledge yeah and that's the problem with like when we're speaking now based off a lack of knowledge. Nobody, yeah. nobody is doing any historic researches right before they just get out there and just say whatever they want to say. Yeah. And so I'm going to give somebody this practice because I think it will be really beneficial to someone who may be being attacked for some something that they know they're not. Right. For all. So all these things. And, and I'm glad that these things are happening to me. So people know that the podcast is really real. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember, remember me and you said like we, we, we go through things just like everybody else. Exactly. Right. But 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 one of the things was you start to hear these things and people would call you and they would say, oh, my gosh, man, these people saying this and I can't believe they're doing it like this. And I'm sitting there saying to myself and sooner or later, when a, if enough people call you you'll start to feel the effects of it. 
Mm. Right. If enough people start to call you. But let me show you what happened quickly. I went to my isolation room. And all I did see, most people want to use your past to hurt you. But if you have the right track record, your past can help you carry mm. on. Mm. So I went in my room and I said, well, these people say that I'm not for blacks. They, they, they say I'm for this and, and, and they say I'm I'm going against this and I'm going against that. I was like, well, I would confuse myself if I didn't just bury the last six kids out of my own checkbook. Mm. If I didn't bring five, six hundred kids out of the poverty of Baltimore out to Sagamore and show them a sunset and pray with them and just giving them a different vision. If I didn't, if I didn't go to cancer patients houses and fall on my knees and pray with them that the cancer leave them. If I didn't see the witnesses walk up to me that, that you can find on rayofhope.org right now, ray of hope. And you go to an, and a guy that I just called and gave him an inspiring speech and a brain tumor that was once there, but the brain tumor has found itself gone. See, Doc, sometimes your track record is all you need to keep you carrying on. Yep. See, sometimes we get stuck in what everybody wants to tell you who you are, but nobody wants to actually identify who you are. See, when someone has to identify you, they have to identify you based off your track record. I want people to check mine. Why everybody talking? Check my track record because you know what I devoted my life to be? You know what I devoted my le- my legacy to be? Not only to change one life a, t- a day, but to give and to make this world a better place before I leave it. But so honest you to goodness, do something. Yeah, yeah, honest to goodness, Ray, the reason why I, did, I wasn't one of those people calling to say, are you okay about stuff that's going on is because I know who you are and I know your track record. And to me, when I watch anything being said, like I feel bad for those people because those people just have to live with themselves. When I see people say stuff about you, like there's no, I, to me, that's like, I know, I know exactly how you would respond if somebody said something about me. Like, I know, you know who I am. So that's the reason why I'm not saying, are oh, you okay? I know you're okay. These people who are saying this stuff are trapped in their own selfishness. They're trapped in their own egos and they're trapped in their own blindedness. And it's sad. It's really sad. And I think a really, a really empowering thought, and this is, like you say, you always want to empower and help people out there. First of all, your track record has demonstrated that for years. Your actions have proven that. And if to help other people out there who are struggling, and this could be anybody, this could be a high school student, you could be a high school student out there and somebody could be saying something about you, and I want you to hear this. When people are saying this, come back to what Ray said, what you said earlier about how people are expressing who they are. When people are saying stuff about you, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. And I don't care if you're in high school, junior high, listening to us right now, if you're at work, if you, you have problems with the, in the office, the realities of what you're going through, Ray, and what you experience and what you're leading by example with is it's not personal. It's only about them. People are only expressing themselves and who they really are. Because they're certainly as heck not talking about you. They're certainly they as heck not talking about you. Can't be talking about me. Hmm. Because if you're talking about me, which means you had to be in the hoods. Every night I've been in the hoods. Right. You had to be feeding homeless kids the way I feed homeless kids. You got to be in Africa building water wells. You got to be helping 80 and 83-year-old grandmothers carry children 12 miles. 
you can't know me. You cannot know me. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Right. Instead of everybody just, but hashtag, show me your works. Yeah. Before you can talk about anybody, show me what you doing. That's what our country, let me tell you something. It's time to wake up. Mm. Like, we are in a, we're, like, we're in a totally different place to where we feel whatever duty to call anybody out or whatever, whatever, we're in a bad place when we cannot have a conversation with people to, to research, to research your history first before you have conversation about anything. How would you pass a test, Doc? How do you pass any test in life if you don't research or study what's right. on the test? You're right. You're 100% right. You can't do it. <laughs> You can't, you can't do, do it. it. You can't do you it. You can't do it. The bottom line is, but you tweeted, right? But you were tweeted right. tweet though. <laughs> but the bottom line is, it's a projection. A projection. A projection is when you—that's what it's called. When you don't have any idea about the person, when it's a. Here, you know what they they call it a, a Rorschach test, right? A Rorschach test. Everybody out there is probably familiar with this. You take these ink blots, right? You take these ink blots, and they're ambiguous, ambiguous stimuli. And so basically, it's just two symmetrical, just ink blots. And what they do is the test is a psychologist will show these ink blots to someone, and they'll say, "Tell me what you see." Now the reality is they're just ink blots, but what people see says more about themselves obviously than just what these ink blots are now this is called a projection so what we look at and we see something that's ambiguous we don't know what it is whatever we see is inside of us now watch this anytime someone anyone out there every listener whoever hears this anytime you have an opinion about someone your opinion is what you believe it's your projection about that person Okay, you may see one piece slice of their life. So here's what to do. Imagine, because I'm going to come back to confront yourself and look yourself in the eye and stand aside and watch yourself go by. I want to come back to that because if you were to look at one paragraph, one sentence of your own life and then just have people judge you on that and then go off and talk about that, could you imagine that? Could you handle that? That's what I really want to know to our listeners out there, Ray. Could they handle if people just went off and wrote paragraphs and pages and articles based off one instance, one moment of their life? I don't one paragraph of their life. That is so good. That is such a good way to say that. That someone can actually judge you off one paragraph of your life. Mm. That's absolutely amazing. That's why I love doing this podcast with you because you always make me smile. <laughs> it's, 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 but it's, it's, it makes it's 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 so true, and it's and to me like I feel sorry for people, and this and this shifted how I handled feet when people criticized me blindly. I feel sorry for people who have to live in that hatred. I feel sorry for people who have to live in jealousy. I feel sorry for people who have to live in their own anger and hatred. Because could you imagine what it's like in their head 24 hours a day? Like you talk about how many times you say the Lord's Prayer every day. So that thought's what's going through your mind. Uh, I, I talk about the, some of the prayers that I do every day with the Ho'oponopono all day. That, that's what's going through my mind. Could you imagine someone's mind who's sitting there all day in hatred? Like, that would be an awful place to be. <laughs> Doc. <laughs> Doc. But when your mind, think about this. Do you actually know and understand, for everybody listening, what the lack of knowledge is? Ignorance. The, 
That's, that's what the lack of knowledge is. It's ignorance. Yep. It's you not even applying yourself. It's not you even doing no homework to even get to the right answers. It's just that I'm going to be this way. I'm going to be hateful. I'm going to be bad. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be mad. And I want ever, I want the whole world to feel the way I feel. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and there's a reason why. There's a reason why. Energy is, so we only have so much energy, right? So if I have energy, let's say that energy is anxiety. That anxiety is tough for me to hold. So what do I do? I want to bring someone else into it. So let's say I feel really bad about something. Someone hurt me. I want to hurry up and pull someone else into that. So I start talking about people. I gossip about people. Now, is that the most effective way to deal with it? Not even remotely. The most effective way to deal with it is, like you say, to break through with knowledge, research, understanding. That's how you deal with it the most effective way. But what do most people do? We pull other people in. Let me spread that anxiety. Let me spread that anger. Let me spread that energy out because I don't want to hold it myself. And when you really understand that that's what you're doing, my goodness, I hope you find a better way. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, you look, I, I, I you know, I love my little challenges every week. And I think I know because we're coming to an end, but I know, Doc, I really believe this. I believe the challenge of this week is you got to ask yourself a real question every day of your life. Do you actually wake up every day right? Yep. <laughs> do you really believe you wake up every day right? And if you're so perfect, do you really believe that you have the room and space in your life to judge people? Listen to this, though. You're judging people based off non-historical facts mm -mm. that you know nothing about. You know nothing about. You're just actually responding. There's, there's, a, there's a term, you know, on the chessboard that's used for people like that. And they're called pawns. <laughs> <laughs> because they just, they just find themselves getting in the way. And being used. No. Being, used. being used. Being used. The challenge is the next 30 days, do, don't be used. You got to, we, we got to start thinking like why the king and queen <laughs> is so valuable in yeah. a chess game. Yeah, man. Look, like, look bro, look, we're look, let's, you. Let's, let's yeah. do this. Let's take a break when we can make our final break. When we come back from this and we're going to, here's how we're going to wind this down. We're going to try to tell you exactly how to not be that pawn. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this. All right, we're back. It's tackling life. We are talking about. My goodness, the judgments people have. It's so intense that people judge, judge, judge. Now, mind you, no one out there who's judging actually wants to be judged themselves. Not one wow. person out there wants to be judged wow. themselves. Yeah, that's why reporters always talk about everybody else's news except, except theirs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <come on. laughs> no, listen, so, no, I, actually, I remember this is funny because uh, one of our good friends, uh, Dame Dash, uh, was telling me about one time he showed me I was at his house and he was showing me this uh, how he turned to turned the tables around on a reporter and started asking reporter questions and the reporter didn't know what to do it was awesome it was all caught on camera too because he said you know what okay let's just interview you for a minute let me ask you some questions and the reporter shut down it's really hard for people to look at their lives we want to judge but we don't want to be judged so what I say and this is what yield theory is all about is wiping away judgment because 
how do I not, how can I possibly judge somebody? I love the line from the Bible that says, there, but for the grace of God go I. In other words, I don't know that I wouldn't have done everything everyone else has done in life had I lived in their shoes, had I lived, lived their lives. There, but for the grace of God go I. When you live by that, there's no judgment. Mm. You know, well, you know, good books confirms judge not, right? Yeah. And so, you know, we always try to leave people in our crowd with, with something that I think if you're in a crowd of people right now, like how wouldn't you judge them? What would, what would make you take your mind off of them? And the number one thing is that think about you, right? That's why I don't find myself in too many crowds because when I'm in a crowd, I remove myself from a crowd and I put myself isolated and ask myself if it's impossible for me to, to even guess what everybody is thinking in this crowd. But if I go from a judgmental space in my head, oh, he, he too big, or he don't look like this, or he got on this, <laughs> and yeah. it's crazy. But it turns into furious. You, you become furious, and, and, and that's an addiction. It's yeah. a real addiction, man, where people love being in that world. And so, look, the bottom line is we started this by people should stay in, your, stay in their lanes. If you want to have conversation about anything, just like you want to get out of school, go to college, you got to do your own work. And, and, and if you're not going to do your own work, stop just judging people based off what the reaction is or what the popular thing to do. You know, find out all the information. And if you want to do nothing else, show me your works. Instead yep. of you talking about everybody else for the next 30 days, record what you do for somebody else outside of yourself for the next 30 days. That's my, that's my new mission. Go out there and chase that. I love that. I absolutely love that. It's one of the reasons why my relationships are effective because one of the first thing that will happen if someone tells me that I, uh, I hurt them, I misheard them, I misunderstood them, I made them angry in some way, the very first thing I do is say, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe I did. And I look at myself and I ask myself, what did I do? And I apologize right away, right away for whatever I might have done. If I did something to offend you, I apologize. If I did something to hurt you, I apologize. And then we talk about it. But the very first thing I do, the first move I make is to own whatever part I played. I might not have seen it. I might not have realized how I, I came across to someone. Maybe I did come across a certain way. Maybe I didn't. Maybe it had to do with them. But I'm going to own anything I had that, that came out of me. And I think when we all lead like that, when we start to say, and, I, and I'm not just saying this for, hey, okay, I do this, so you do this. I'm saying do this because it brings your life a ton of peace. Because instead of walking around defensive all day long, I can be open and say, okay, maybe I did that. Let me learn from it. And so instead of moving to judge others, I'm spending all my time focusing on how I can improve myself because I got a lot more improving to do. I'm going to tell you that, Ray. I don't have time to mess around with judging other people because I got a whole lot more I got to fix with myself first. <laughs> Doc, we got so much to work on as individuals. <laughs> if I had that time, if I had that much time, to stay stuck in everybody else's business, I'm never gonna get nothing accomplished. Nothing, nothing. I don't <laughs> have that kind. Of, I don't know where people are getting this time, Ray. Where are you getting yeah. time to spend all this time because, on fucking everybody else? You have, you have two types of people in this world. You have buyers and sellers. <laughs> it will never change. Yeah, it'll never change, and that's yeah. why we give a fair option that you can be one of the people that's selling something that people really can use in life. 
And that's why we do this, because yeah. I, I just think people can use, you know, bettering yourself before you think about anybody else. Show me, hashtag show me your works. Hashtag show me your works. Before you talk about what everybody else is doing, show me what you're doing and, and for people in the community. So if you're judging, hashtag show me your works. If you are being judged, please understand what Ray said earlier. People express who they are. Not, not who you are. When they're spewing hatred, they're expressing who they are. So show, show me your works. Understand people are expressing who they are. And really ask yourself every day. If I'm not right, then why not just work on myself instead of focusing on other people? I think mm. that's a pretty good plan, Ray. I appreciate you, brother. Always. Listen, I love doing this with you. Your voice, you cheer me up. As soon as I start hearing you, I just get fired up. I get excited. So I love it. Hey, cut, hey, cut it out, dog. I love don't your energy. Getting, I know, but don't be, don't be getting sensitive on me on mic right now. All right. I love <laughs> 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 no, I appreciate you, bro. All right. And then I appreciate that you didn't bring up the Ben through five interceptions this week. I just appreciate You know that. what? <laughs> Bring that up. I wasn't gonna bring that up. <laughs> man, Big Ben did not look good against that defense yesterday. Oh my yeah. god! He what? had a tough Are, game. Is Jacksonville that good? I yeah. I think. Listen, that was a bad game. It was a bad yeah, okay. game. Yeah, we could talk. We, we all done had them, so I'm not. I'm yeah. Just, yeah. I'm no, just absolutely, leaving. absolutely. And I, that's why I said I. You know, it's just what it was. What it was. I don't know if Jacksonville was on fire. If the luck was on, whatever. I mean, it's just it wasn't his day. But I think they'll come back strong next week. Look like look like the Ravens took a flashlight to the black hole. My goodness, <laughs> my goodness, they came well, alive. Yeah. Punishment, punishment. Came <laughs> alive. So, see, all right, bro. I appreciate you, man. Always, always. Hey, good. Hey, hey, good stuff, man. I know it's a tough topic today, but I, I appreciate you always being able to, to get up front in front of that stuff, man. Because I mean, I know people need to hear it, and uh, so, you know, we just trying to give them different ways to deal with deal with us as people, regardless of your skin color and all of that. One hundred percent. All right, brother. I appreciate right, you, man. man. Hey, thank you for downloading Tackling Life. If you want more of our content, go to TacklingLifePodcast.com. You can find links to our pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast sites. Uh, listen, you can also call in. If you want to call in to us, call 646-762-4432. That's 646-762-4432. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. Remember, look. Don't judge somebody by one paragraph of their life because you certainly as heck don't want to be judged by one paragraph of your life. Until next time, for the legend, Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Carson.